So good morning. Happy Friday. It is Friday. We have made it. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We have made it. Um, I have something I want to share. Some stuff I've not shared before um, with anybody, with some people, but not everybody. So I hope that um, you are touched. I hope you can share this with someone. Use my testimony. Um, but first, I want to pray. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for this group of women who we can get together, whether it's the same day, whether it's the same week. But Lord, we know that we all have struggles and we can take them to you and we can fight as sisters to win the battles that we're going through. So Lord, use me to be able to touch those I need to touch, to give the testimony that I need to give. Lord, use me take the nervousness away, the scariness. (laughs) Lord, this is all from you. And I know it's all from you because you have given it to me clearly. So I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I love you too, mom. (laughs) Oh my goodness. This is hard. You're talking to one person. Ask Amy Bain. I talk all the time, but it's different talking to myself. (laughs) So I just want to start off. I'm going to kind of go everywhere a little bit in a way. (laughs) And I just want to start off saying he is such a faithful God. He is a faithful God. Oh my goodness, he's faithful. There's been so many times, so many times as a mother, as a wife, as a leader, as a daughter, I've just wanted to give up, to give up, to stop trying because I'm not worth it. I'm not enough. There's so many times I've, I've just felt like giving up. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. God, you're not here and I'm not doing it. I've gotten angry at him. I've said stuff that I should not have said. There's been times in a, in my friend group, in a relationship, like I said, in my marriage teaching, I teach on Wednesdays and some Sundays. And I just felt like the kids aren't getting me. They're not listening to me. Um, this is pointless. I'm wasting my time. I have had those moments. And one moment, I've been to the, lo- the, the lowest and darkest time. And I would say about three, three years ago, it began. It started. My mind and my thoughts were not at all what they should have been. I was so dark. It was, it was bad. It was bad. I didn't share it. No one knew. You know, um, the commercials where they have the mask over their faces and the mask is smiling. But really behind, they're just so upset and they're crying. That's exactly how I felt. I was fake. I was the fakest Christian ever. I thought everything was going good. You thought everything was going good, but really inside I was crying at nighttime. Crying. I mean, I just, it was bad. It was bad. Um, nothing was good enough. My husband didn't love me. I didn't deserve to be a mom. Um, for those of you who don't know, I was I guess you would say a young mom. Um, I had my son when I was a few days before 20. And then I had my daughter when I was 21. So I I thought, I'm too young to be a mom. I shouldn't be doing this. I should be going out and doing what other 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds are doing. I I don't, I shouldn't be doing this. I'm not good enough. I'm too young. I, I, I shouldn't be leading the church. I'm too young. I, no, this is not for me. I covered all. Uh, I covered it all up. I covered it all up with worldly stuff. We went out with, we were hanging out with people that we shouldn't have been. I mean, staying out till 
two, three o'clock in the morning, I was turning to the worldly stuff to fix what only he could fix. And looking back, it makes me so sick to my stomach to think that, wow, I really did that. Mm. Looking back in pictures, and I'm like, oh, this was such a fun night. But nothing was fun about it. I was miserable the whole time. I was miserable the whole time. I wasn't happy when they, I, I call it my worldly high. I was in my worldly high, and I hated it. I was never happy. I was I was never good. It, ugh, ugh. But then, oh, but then, that but, B-U-T, not B-U-T-T, B-U-T. We were at a service, and I can't remember what service it was. I want to say it was when Pastor Jeremiah Moss came and spoke at Covenant. I may be wrong. I just remember we were at a service, and we were sitting second row, and I had just Andy Brooke, my youngest girl. She, uh, she's still baby. I mean, she's still my baby, but she's a baby, and I was holding her, and it was altar call, and he was talking about, it had to be him. It had to be him. He was talking about, um, they went through a big, they have a testimony, look him up, talk to him. They have a good testimony of how God works, <laughs> and um, I remember just saying, God, why can't you fix me? God, why am I so broken? Why? Why am I like this? If you can do this for other people, why can you not do it for me? I was so angry, so angry. And I was holding my baby. And I was just, I was raised in church. I know how to worship. I know that you're supposed to. I know, I was raised at the altar, basically. And I know what I was doing was not right. But I felt, I was like, I'm, I'm patting my baby. <laughs> um, I knew that what I, I knew what I needed to do. But I was too ashamed of what I had done to do what I needed to do. And I remember sitting there and um, it was altar call. Oh man, it was a good service. And all I remember is sitting there and I had Andy and I was trying to, I was trying to, trying to pray, trying to figure something out. And all of a sudden I got a tap. And she may not remember this, but I remember this. I looked over and it was Susan Pate. <laughs> She said, do you need help? It looks like you're struggling. To her, she was meaning with Andy because Andy was just a busybody. She was still baby with her passing and stuff. She was trying to help me as a mom tend to my baby so I could, I could worship. But to me, she heard my cry. Oh, here I go. I have my tissue. She heard my cry. <laughs> she heard my cry when no one else did. When I didn't let when I didn't let anyone else help me. When I didn't feel like opening up. She was coming to me to help my baby. And immediately I just looked at her and I said, Yes. And the ugly cry, not just the little bit that are happening right now. Ugh. Ugly cry. And I remember that moment. Ooh. I remember that moment. 
I'm just going to read what I wrote because if I look at myself, I'm just going to cry more. <laughs> I break down and we prayed and she said all the words. She said she spoke directly to what was going on. And I, all I did was say, yes, I do. And she said, the enemy will not have the mind of this mother. <laughs> Imagine you getting emotional. I'm always emotional. I cry over everything. Um, but this is a different cry. This is different emotional. This is Holy Spirit for sure. Um, she began to speak to my mind. She began to say, the enemy will not have this mother. The enemy will not have this wife. She began to speak to everything I was dealing with. And I was like, how? How could she possibly know everything? How? She was coming to me to help me with my kid. <laughs> but she was coming to me. The Lord sent her to me. And I don't know, I have yet to even talk to her ever about this. <laughs> but she came to me and she helped me. And at that moment, I knew something's got to be done. I'm not, I'm not done. He's not done. From then on, I'm a big book devotional. I'm more of a reader. I, I love to read. I love to write notes. And I was like, okay. If we're going to start somewhere, I'm turned to my Bible and I'm turned to a book because I was still, I was still kind of scared to talk to anybody about it because I was like, I was so ashamed. I was like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. So I got um, a book from Joyce Myers where it's really devotional and it's called Battlefield of the Mind. I had it, but I don't know what I did with it. You know what? Brittany, I think I gave that to you. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I think that's one of the books I gave to you and it's good. Um... Battlefield of the Mind, and I could tell you I cried 95% of that devotional because it's exactly what I needed to know. I needed to know that those thoughts were not mine. The way I felt was not from God. Yes, you have it. You have it. Um, the enemy was in my mind, and I did not know that. I did not, I did not know the enemy could get in my mind. And the way he did makes me so mad. If I could beat him up, I would. My little 411 self, I would. But I'm, I'm doing it spiritually. Believe it. I'm doing it. Um, how long am I going? I don't know how long this is. I'm sorry, y'all. I promise. I'm getting to the point. But he was the reason, you know, I let him in through the worldly stuff because I turned to the worldly stuff. So it was like, it's like he was on a rope. He was like, ooh, I'm getting her. Ooh, I'm getting her. Oh, she's going here. I'm getting her. I'm getting her. I'm getting her. Because I wasn't, I wasn't surrounding myself where I needed to be. I wasn't going where I needed to be. You're good. Take your time. Okay. <laughs> he was controlling it. And I remember one time when it comes to my marriage, I remember laying there and Micah was already asleep. He can sleep. I don't know if anyone else's husband can do that, but he can lay his head down and he's out. He is out. And I'm like, what? What? But anyways, I was laying there and I remember reading and it talked about a marriage and it talked and it was one of the, one of the beginnings. I want to say within the first 10 days, um, it talked about a marriage where he felt like he felt like he wasn't good enough. He felt like he had to turn to other, other, I want to say it was a, a, a man, but he had to turn to other women for attention because his wife wasn't good enough. And I was like, I woke him up. 
And I don't know if he'll admit this or if you want to start this conversation, but I woke him up and said, I'm so sorry. He said, for what? I said, because I've been blaming you. I've been blaming you for everything because you're doing everything wrong and you're not. You're not. You don't even know what's going on. He said, what are you talking about? And I had not. This had been going on for, I'd say, nine months to a year. I had been dealing. I had dealt with these these thoughts and feeling this way and holiday season and busyness. And I said, Micah, I was ready to leave you. And then it, it hit. He's like, Dude, what did I do? I said, you didn't do anything. It was on me. I was just going to pack everything up, leave a note, and leave. Never have I ever told anyone that. And here I am on a Facebook Live with groups, and I'm sharing that. I was going to leave because I wasn't good enough. I wasn't a good enough mom. I wasn't a good enough wife. I wasn't a good enough daughter. I thought everyone was going to be better without me. I'm just going to leave. Where am I going to go? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Obviously, I wasn't thinking. But fast forward to now. Now, y'all. Now. After seeking the deliverance, after talking, I didn't talk to a lot of people. Now I'm talking to everybody. <laughs> um, talking to the spiritual woman. Finally getting, you know, talking to my husband and telling him. And even now, I could tell him, baby, my mind, my mind, we need to pray or I'll stop it. Nope, that's not going on right now. Nope, we're not going to hang out with those people anymore. Nope, they make me feel this way, babe. He makes me feel this way. She makes me feel this way. I don't need to be hanging around this person. I don't need to be in this job. I don't. I said, I'm cutting ties because I'm getting my happiness and I'm getting my joy and I'm going to be around positivity. And I declared it and I'm getting it. It's not easy. It's not easy, but you can get it. Um, this did not happen overnight. This did not happen overnight. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of kneeling. It took a lot of praying. It took a lot of laying my pride down. Laying my shame down. When they talk about shame, I had shame. I had shame. I'm a leader. I'm a daughter. I, I mean, I'm, I was so involved in the church, but yet I was so broken. Who would I turn to? Who would I turn to? Brianne's heart. And I'm like, I could not go to Brianne Driver for this because I was so afraid. I was so ashamed. But where should I have gone? To Brianne Driver, to my leaders, to my friends. And it's so important. Me and, me and Kelsey, we talk, and me and Kelsey have been close for years, for years. And I could go to her about everything. Find you someone you can go to about everything who's not going to judge, who's going to give you the advice you need, not the worldly advice, to go get drunk and party and hang out with these people, but the advice to turn to the Father. Turn to Him. I'm getting off, y'all. Okay, um... Because if it was not for him and Susan, Susan to help me, it's scary. I mean, I don't, I don't even know where I would have been. I don't even know. I hate to say it, but I don't even know if I would have been alive because I was so broken. 
I was so broken and I was like, so low. If that could be my lowest moment, that was my lowest moment. That will be my lowest moment because I'm not going down anymore. <laughs> I was too ashamed to talk to everybody about it, but I got my joy back. I got it. And the way I see worshiping, the way I lead the kids, the way I see the kids ministry, the children's ministry, the way I see other women, the way I see our women's group, our fight time, the way I see Brienne and Casey preach. It's so beautiful. It is so amazing. It's so, how can you not want this? <laughs> like me and Amy, me and Amy talked like, how can not people, how could people not want this? I just want to, you know, when my mom did it to me plenty of times when I was younger, but she got my face. She said, you listen here, Natalie Page. I just want to do that. How can you not want this? My mom did do that. Just FYI. But I needed it. I needed it. You can get your joy. You can get your peace. You can get whatever you need. You can. And I'm here to tell you that. Take this testimony and tell yourself, I can do it. I will make it. Because enough is enough. Well, I'm telling y'all, I wrote, I wrote. <laughs> Two things from that book, um, Battlefield of the Mind, I wrote down. And I want to share with y'all is that, one, if you only do what is easy, you will always remain weak. I was in powerlifting in high school and I couldn't reach a higher level if I didn't work for it. In sports, I couldn't be on the starting lineup if I didn't put in workouts. I couldn't make an A on that test if I didn't study. You have to put in the work. My marriage wouldn't be where it is now. We're not perfect. We're still working on it. But my marriage would not be where it is right now if it wasn't for me and my husband working on it. For saying, okay, pause. We're going to pray right now. My household would not be. I mean, nothing would be where it is at a higher at a higher point if there wasn't work. If, if, it wasn't, if there wasn't work. And it's not easy work because it's not going to be easy. What is easy in life? Nothing. And number two, you cannot have a positive life with a negative mind. Um, Kelsey said a few times back, a few uh, weeks back, you know, what you put in is what comes out, basically. You cannot put in negative stuff and expect positive stuff to come out. You can't. You can't, you can't listen to depressing music and expect to have the best day. It, 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 it won't happen. It won't. You have to have, to have a positive life, you have to have a positive mind. And you don't have to put up with whatever is bringing you down and away from the Lord. It is time to break up with it, block it, delete it. Whether it's a friend, whether it's um, an app, social media, whether, whether it's fear, anxiety, I dealt with terrible anxiety, and I thought that I had to live with that. I had anxiety attacks. I had one at church. I had, um, while I was pregnant, while I was driving. 
I mean, we were, we were, we were at an event and I had one. I'm not living with that. I'm not. I'm going to enjoy my time. I'm going to enjoy driving. And you know what I do when I'm driving now? I know I'm getting off subject, but I'm not. I listen to my worship music. And I turn it up all the way loud. Whether my kids want to watch the movie that's playing or not. But I'm listening to my worship music and I'm going to have a good time. And I did that so well one time I got pulled over because I was going 85 and a 70. (laughs) But I will have a good day. Whether it's me playing music, whether it's me coming in and playing music on my house, whether it's me listening, I will have a good day. My kids will know that mama has her music on. We're going to listen to it. My kids will know that mama's praying. We're going to pray. My kids will know that. My husband will know it. Oh, my husband. Oh, he's so good. I didn't write this down, but it just gave to me. Me going through this and realizing. (laughs) I love you, mom. Um. Me going through this and opening up to him set our marriage on such a higher level. Because we we talked about church, we lead a church, but I told him, you know, enough's enough. We're gonna have God center. We're gonna have God center. We're not just gonna say it. We're gonna we're gonna believe it. We're gonna act like it. And that's and it it's helped. It's helped because he has also it's helped his spiritual walk as well. Okay, back to this. I explained it to, we have a, um, I mess with my hair so much, y'all. We have a um, Celebrate Recovery recovery for Youth. And we were talking about your promise. And um, I'm little. I'm short. Not tiny. I'm little. I'm short. (laughs) I'm 4'11". And I had Micah stand. And Micah, he's about average height. But, like, if I stand a certain way, you can't see me. And I had another um, student on the other side. I said, okay. We're going to get fun with it. You know, I like to get fun. I held up a $5 bill. And just right here, he couldn't see it. I said, if you could tell me what this prize is that I have for you, if you can tell me, then you'll get it. He couldn't see it. He couldn't see the prize I had because there was something standing in the way. Something big. He guessed. I said, nope. I said, I think I gave him three tries. I said, guess it. He, he guessed it. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. Like you could have got $5, but you had something standing in the way. Now I had something standing in the way and I had to knock it down and I had to stomp on it and I had to burn it. I got rid of it and you can too. You, whether it's a 10 foot, 600 pound giant, knock it down, go to someone Come to me, go to whoever, knock it down, declare it today at 924 on whatever this day is on a Friday. We're going to knock it down. We're going to knock it down because you're going to receive your joy. You're going to receive your peace. You're going to receive the love that you need. You're going to receive it all because that's what God wants for you. That was not in my notes, (laughs) y'all. Fast forward to now. I am so, I am going through a moment right now. To where I cannot stop. I cannot stop. And um, I've talked to Brian and Casey about it. And I'm reading this book, God Chasers. And it is good. It is good. He is, he, he, uh, Tommy, Mr. Tommy, Brother Tommy, Brother Tommy. He's good. He's good. And there's a part 
that I wanted to read to y'all. And it kind of goes with what I'm doing. It kind of does. Because I had, I had this. It says, God is tired of having long distant, distance relationships with his people. He is tired of it. He was tired of it a thousand years ago in Moses' day, and he is tired of it today. He really wants us to have intimate, Casey, there's intimate. He really <laughs> wants to have intimate, close encounters with you and me. He wants to invade our homes with his abiding presence in a way that will make every visitor begin to weep with wonder and worship at that moment. With wonder and worship the moment they enter. I was having a long distance across the country relationship with God. I was, and I got on that first trip back to where I was in the same spot that I need to be, to be able to seek him, to feel him, to, I mean, intimacy. Yes, intimacy. God wants to be intimate with you. You need to be intimate with God. Like Casey said, intimate with your praying, intimate with how you're being with other people, the way you're leading other people. He wants you. He wants me. He wants Robin. He wants Chris, Chrissy. He wants Sherry. He wants Brittany, Chloe, Crystal, Amanda, Robin. If I could read all these ladies, he wants you. He wants you. And you want him. If you're like me, all I could say before I, before I could do this is, God, I got to have you. And then when I get you, I got to have you. I got to have you. I got to have you. And it's time for you to get him. It's time for him to get you. It's time for y'all to have that strong relationship, not the long distance relationship. I tried a long distance relationship when I was in high school. Heck no. Heck no. He wants you and it's time for y'all to get each other. If that makes sense. <laughs> yes, you can have me. You can have all of me. You can have all my shame. You can have all my regrets. You can have everything. You can have everything, God. You can have my household. You can have my kids. You can have my marriage. You can have my work. You can have my car when I drive. God, give. I give everything to you. Give it all to him and you'll see. You'll see. It's so wonderful when he takes control. I have no idea how long I'm going. but uh, Oh, 27 minutes because I started at 9. <laughs> I could not have seen me reading this book three years ago, two years ago. I could not. I could not have me. I could not have seen me even try to read this in 52 weeks. I couldn't. I haven't been perfect. I've missed some days, but you best believe that I'm getting my word in. Because I do not want a long, long distance relationship with him. I do not. I will not go back to the way I was thinking two years ago, three years ago. It took me going through that to bring me where I am now. I'm stronger. I'm stronger and I'm showing my muscles to the enemy. I'm like, come at me. Come after my children. Come after my children's ministry. Come after my church. Come after my friend group. Come after my family because I'm ready. I'm ready. And if I, I'm not alone. I have women with me. I have a husband with me. I have a God with me. I have so many people with me. I'm not alone, enemy, and you're not going to get me. 
I'm yelling at myself. <laughs> but I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight for my mind. I'm ready to fight for my marriage, for my family, for my kids. Um, like I keep saying, I have, we have two kids and then we have about 30 to 40 spiritual kids. And you can ask one of them. And I don't know if she's live right now, but you can ask one of them. He thinks he came from me. He said, my belly. I said, Carson, where, how did you come from me? He said, from your belly. I was like, yeah, my spiritual belly, my spiritual belly, because I'm going to fight for that baby. There was a, there was a, um, and uh, I don't want to speak names or anything, but there was a girl, a young girl, who came to church Wednesday, and I could just tell she was, she was not alone, but she was just by herself. I don't think she knew anybody. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, I spoke to her, and I was like, can I pray for you? We had gone through some stuff. She's like, yeah. What do I do? My heart, my heart, I began to weep and I was like, oh Lord. And I started speaking of that baby because that enemy will not have that baby. That baby will know how to pray. That baby will know to lift their hands, to worship, to go. Yes, Mary Elizabeth, my baby girl. Everyone's my baby. <laughs> um, I get distracted so easily. Oh, I was praying over her. And I was like, you know what? I'm praying for her. And I, I, thought, I thought about her this morning. I was like... I don't know where school she goes to. I don't know if I'll ever see her again. But she is, I'm going to pray for her because the enemy will not have these kids. I'm ready to fight for these kids. Oh, Jenny is on. <laughs> and you know what, y'all? I got to share it. I got to share it. I'm ready to fight for strangers. Because I made a stranger and I invited her to this. And I'm not going to speak any names or anything. Um, But Wednesday... I was at a um, nutrition shop getting a little protein waffle. This is so good. Um, getting protein waffle. And the weirdest thing from the weirdest thing started up such. Okay, let me just get to it. Let me just get to it. Um, My bad. I was. The way I put my makeup on, I have to put it on my hand and then I dab it onto my face. Well, I ran out of napkins in my car and of course I was. Headed to work, getting it. Well, I needed to wipe it off. And anyways, I was going into the nutrition shop, and I said, "Hey, can I have a napkin?" She's like, "Yeah, your waffle's almost done." I was like, "Oh no, it's fine. It's just I'm needing to wipe my makeup off." Well, there's a lady standing there. She goes, "Oh, your makeup." We started talking about foundation and stuff, and she, um, she said, "We started talking about the nutrition stuff." And um, she's like, "Have you been doing this a long time?" She said, "You look good." And I was like, "Oh, hmm, not really," but um. Yeah, thanks. You know, we just started doing it. She's like, and it started. I'm not going to speak her stuff, but it started. We started talking about Jesus. She was going through something so, she is going through something so bad, so tough. I've never seen this woman before. On Facebook, we only have one mutual friend, and I'm not even sure. Um, But we started talking. I invited her to church. She's going to church and we're talking daily. I talked to her just yesterday and we're praying because she is in such a bad situation. But I'm going to fight for her. Spiritually. Mentally. Physically. Whatever I need to do because that is what we need to do. That is what I was sent to the... I don't go there every day. My husband won't let me. But I go there on Wednesdays and she was there. 
from foundation, we started talking about going through a very, very, she's going through a very, very tough time. And I said, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. We prayed right there in the middle of a coffee shop. I didn't even know her name. I left, I left the nutrition place not even knowing her name, but she had my name and she had my number. And I was like, I was telling Amy, I said, I really hope she calls or texts me. I don't know. She's like, well, I called the nutrition shop and I got her name. <laughs> but she called me yesterday. I was about to do some stuff outside and she called me. She's like, I just need you to pray for me. I said, okay, we will. We're going to do it right now. I stopped what I was doing. In the middle of the yard. And I prayed with her. I could have done that. I probably wouldn't have been talking to a lady. You know. Uh, three, three, two years ago. But God's going to send you. To share your testimony. The same way I'm sharing right now. To speak to a stranger the way you can. To invite them to church. To pray with them. If they can't go to church. God's going to do that for you. Because he's not just going to give you. Take you out of the valley just to sit, stand on the mountain. No, he's going to get you out of the valley, put you on the mountain so you can go share the share it. Share what was that valley, what that was, and I'm going on for 34 minutes. <laughs> but yes, I'm talking to strangers over a waffle on foundation, and I'm praying with her because that's where I am now. And that's where you can be too. I was ready to leave this world. I was ready to leave everything three, two years ago. But I'm ready to stay put and I'm ready to fight. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to fight and we're going to get over that. We're going to get up from that valley and we're going to get on that mountain and we're going to praise him and we're going to give thanks. And we are going to share it. Like Kelly said, give the credit and share it. Like, um, Kayla said, you're going through a storm, but you're going to get through it. And I'm very, uh, I was raised in a, in a Pentecostal church and we had the, the clapping music. I don't know what you call it. I don't know what you call it. Um, so when new kingdom airs come up, I love it. I love it. Me and my dad, we, that's one way we connect and all I could hear. And I remember singing and just like, Coming to it is you're gonna make it. You're gonna make it. You've got what it takes. I'm not gonna try to sing to win. And you're gonna make it because you've got what it takes to win. You're going to make it. Yes, Ashley, you're gonna make it because you got what it takes to win. <laughs> I'm at the end. So I have two verses to leave with you. One is Deuteronomy 31, 6. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The enemy was telling me I was alone. The enemy was telling me that I didn't have nobody. But you know who I had? I had God. I had him because he sent me Susan and from Susan, he sent me the book and from the book, he sent me to my husband who I lie next to every night. And the second one, Psalms 34, four, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. 
He delivered me from anxiety. He delivered me from shame. He delivered me from guilt. He delivered me. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you. So today is Friday. It is Friday. Whether you had a good week or a bad week, I don't know what you have planned this weekend. I don't know what you have planned for the end of the month. But I'm telling you, you're going to make it. You're going to get over that mountain. You're going to knock that enemy down, knock that block, whatever the, what am I saying? The giant, you're going to knock that giant down. And if you cannot do it alone, you cannot do it alone. You have women to turn to. Oh, <laughs> you have women to turn to. You have a God who's there. And you're going to make it. You're going to make it. And if you don't have my number, if you said, Natalie, I just, I just need you. I need your help. I need you to pray for me. Just shoot me a message. Shoot me a message. Um, I got two kids. <laughs> I promise you, I'm not going to bed till midnight or so. And then I'm waking up, but no, uh, I don't wake up early, but I wake up at eight. I'll wake up. I'll leave my ringer on because you're going to make it. You've got what it takes to win. Don't have that long distance relationship with God. That's not what he's wanting. You want him and he wants you. 38 minutes. Bless it. I'm going to end in prayer. Okay. So, Lord, I thank you. God, I thank you. I thank you. And if all I can say is thank you, that Jesus, all I can say is thank you. Because you have done it and you will do it again and you will do it again. You are a faithful God. So, Lord, I thank you and I thank you and I thank you. And all I can say is thank you because thank you, Jesus. I speak to those ladies and I pray over these ladies. For those watching live right now and for those watching live later. Lord, we will find you. We will meet you. We will seek after you and we are hungry for you. God, we want to be intimate with you. So whatever giant is standing in the way of any of these women to get to you, we knock it over right now and we kick it in the face. Because we will get it. We will get that promise. We will get to you. So Lord, I thank you and I thank you and I thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. So if you need help knocking that enemy in the face, let me know. Let Brian know. Let your leaders know. Let someone know. Because you're not alone. You're going to make it. You've got what it takes to win. And I need to stop talking. <laughs> um, I love you, ladies. I thank you. I hope this touched somebody. If not, it's touching me again. Because I'm able to look back and say, I'm not going back. I'm not going back because I'm going to make it and I'm going to win. And I'm going to have that intimacy with God. So I love y'all. Happy Friday. Have a good weekend. If you're looking for a church, come to Covenant Church Sunday. Doors open at 9. Get you a coffee. We, uh, If you're struggling, hearts, habits, hangups, mom being a mother, being a wife, we have help nights on Tuesdays. Your kids need to be in church. 
Oh, I'm glad it touched you, Ashley. Um, kids need to be in church. Send them to Covenant Church. Or send them to a church. You know, it, it's important for kids to be in church. It's important for you to be in church. It's important for your family to be fed. And I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just blabbing right now. <laughs> I love y'all ladies. Mwah. Peace out, Girl Scout.